welcome to the Stop and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, do what we did, and what we do. You know, stuff <laughs> and junk. God damn it. It's like I lost a breath there for a second. <laughs> Hello, you my name COVID? is Albert. No. <laughs> what's going on here, man? Hello, you know, I... my name is Albert. <laughs> You got the vaccine or something. Good lord. <laughs> hey, this is John Yeah. So over the weekend, um, Godzilla versus Kong came out on both HBO Max and theatrical releases, actually. And mm-hmm. surprisingly, it made the highest grossing opening weekend for America since the pandemic started at 48.5 wow. million. Well, that's not, I don't think that's surprising in the sense that I think a very low bar. You know, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, uh, Christopher Nolan. Let's suck on that. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just going to be an, an exponential increase. I think the next big one is what? Fast and Furious? Mortal Kombat? Oh, I think Mortal Kombat, right? I don't Mortal think Mortal Kombat's uh, going to hit Godzilla numbers, though. Oh, I don't think it'll be that either. Right? It's, a rated, it's a rated think... R movie, so that, that, doesn't, that doesn't help it in the bus. Right. Office. I don't think it's going to be that. You're talking about a big, big movie? Yeah, probably Fast Furious. What's Fast Furious now? It's uh, uh, June? June? April, May. July. I think it's May. It's May. It's May. Mid- is it really? Yeah, mid-May. Mid-May. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't, I don't point out, I think it would have made more if it was on more screens, right? Because I think mo- the big blockbuster, if it was a normal year, normal conditions, it'd be like over close to like 4,000 screens, right? Yeah. If, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, keep in mind, the screen that it was on, they couldn't play at two capacity and Correct. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. So, I don't know I don't know what we would say it would, it would have been if you adjusted for all these conditions, right? Maybe it would have been a hundred million dollar movie for yeah, three weekend. I, my gut was telling me it would have made uh, at least a hundred for five days, right? Because they opened on Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'd say it was about a hundred, given the buzz, given you know the fact that it's King Kong and Godzilla. I know mm-hmm. the last one we talked about this before. I know the last Godzilla we didn't do very well, but it seemed like the combination of King Kong and yeah. Godzilla would have would have uh, what do you call it? I hate saying King Kong by the way. It's just Kong. It is but, just uh, Kong. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. I should respect the trademark, right? It's just exactly. Gone. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie. I think they made. They spent like 165 million just on the movie itself, and yeah. world worldwide right now is like 285, 290. Mm-hmm. So they just needed to make like maybe like north of 350 to get to make their money back, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. They're on their. They're on their way. I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it's gonna end up being close to five, six hundred worldwide. I think it'll have some yeah, legs. Like I, I think that's optimistic. I think I, I think at best it's like maybe right under four hundred. That's my guess. I'm a, I feel I have a good feeling. And there's not that much competition coming up. And I think as more and more vaccines get out there, I think more and more people go into theater and stuff like that. I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, knock on wood. Okay. Yeah, and this is also a good sign for HBO Max. I mean, it came out on HBO Max yeah. as well, but people still went to theater, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, from personal experience, I would have gone to the theater to see it myself, except it came out at a weird time. It was a Wednesday. People were still working. My, my nephew was still at school, but then he was finishing school to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have definitely seen it in the theater if it wasn't for these extenuating circumstances. I still might actually see it because I, I don't know if I told you, but I reactivated my A-list. I might actually at some point go down and see it at a at a AMC uh, IMAX, AMC Laser. There's an AMC Laser now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my, my Regal Unlimited, the uh, the app actually started showing my picture again, my number again, <laughs> and all the stuff. They claim they're gonna charge me on the nineteenth, but but at the, at the same time, they said they're Wait, not. Wait, gonna... was that they, they they have to ask for permission before they reactivate it, right? I think it's a it's a placeholder. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a placeholder because they they said that they're not going to charge everybody until June, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to. I think they they said they will charge you immediately as soon as you use it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because my whole cause for me, I, I think I showed you a, a, a string catcher. My my AMC uh, A list app has like a reactivation button. Correct. You know I mean? Correct. At yeah. any time. And this is a bit of a tangent, but my apparently my uh, my twenty four hours my twenty four hour fitness. Decided to charge me. They decided they oh, deemed crap. it appropriate to charge me. I was like, I was looking at my credit card statement. They're like, wait, what is fifteen dollars? Wait, that point for our fitness. What? What? Yeah, uh, yeah fitness. So. Uh, fitness gyms. They're the number one source of like subscriptions that you don't use. <laughs> and scam and assholes. I mean, I mean, seriously, what's worse? I mean, uh, uh, for I mean, these gyms or like a uh, car salesman. Oh, this is the worst, right? Anyway, that's a that's a whole other thing. Yeah, so no, it's it's also kind of weird that that this is the first time where Warner Brothers could say, "Hey, it's on HBO Max yeah. for free, essentially," but people still win, so that's a good thing, right? But now they're like saying that they might they might reconsider releasing Dune on HBO Max. Yeah, I know. That's so a, what the heck? That, that, that seems like the one they really want to. Hey, hey I can take this back. You know, because that is because the way the vaccines are going, it might yeah, they might need the spring and summer to get all the way through. But that June thing, it's scheduled for for Christmas, right? Right. So they're like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. Yeah. But and also, it, wait, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think we were both. I don't remember. I think we we're both lukewarm on the idea of of HBO Max and uh, same day uh, re- release, right? But it seems like they're winning. You know, it seems yeah. like uh, based on Godzilla vs Kong, it's a big hit, right? Yeah, it's the the most watched. Premiere for HBO Max since Wonder Woman or whatever. But the thing is, though, is that we don't know the subscription number. Have, has right, this really it. pushed their subscription number? That we don't know. Right. So who knows? It's, it's, all, it's, about, it's all about uh, re- retention and stuff like that. It's not really about like 3 million people. For, what, 3.6 million people saw it within a, uh, uh, at least five Some, minutes of it the first day or something. Something first, like that. First, but at, yeah, at least like that. I think this gives a sigh of relief for theater owners because they're like, oh, okay, yeah. we weren't impacted that much. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah this, also, is, this is the future. This is the future of cinema right here. Home releases yeah. and theaters should both be options. I think, I think, I've been thinking about this. I think the model might be closer to what Paramount is doing. Maybe a theater release and then a shorter window, 45 days, yeah. maybe. Maybe that's the future. That is but the just, future, yeah. Yeah, but just to speak again on a personal level, now that we've gone past this Godzilla comp part, the next test for me, at least, will be, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Mortal Kombat, because that's also HBO Max stay and day with theater opening. And I, I'm 99% sure I'm actually going to go to the theater with my nephew and, 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 and watching the theater. Because that looks, looks good, you know, and it looks, and it looks like a, something that should be watching theater. I'm you know? 99% sure I'm watching it at home. <laughs> uh, you lazy bastard. I'm waiting you till lazy. May now. I'm, I, originally, I said I wanted to watch that movie in April, but I'm waiting till May now. May. Oh, my God. May. I just uh, in 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 uh, in uh, in just a full full disclosure, my ass has the first vaccine shot, and I'm getting the second one sometime next week, I think. So just FYI, just just oh. again, just I'm only a week. I'm only a week behind disclosure. you. Then I'm only a week yeah. behind you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that that does factor into my decision to. I I, I think I told I think I told you this. I saw Minari was actually my the first movie I saw back in the theaters, and then I I watched the second one. Uh, I watched No Man Land. 
So and it's all post vaccination shots. So well, that 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 have, that factors heavily into my decision. Well, by May I already have my second shot, so I'm good there. Mm-hmm. But I'm also waiting for my my specific regal that I go to to open. They're not open till May seven. So oh really? They're I, not even partially open. Oh. No, they're not even partially not, open now. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, the, the, on, the only regal near me that I would go to is in West Covina, which I would go to. But I want I want my theater to be the first oh I would come back to. When you become a grouchy old man, I gotta do things by <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, kids. Okay. I, I, I like doing the things that I like to do and no who changes. Exactly. All it's right. the 423rd episode of the show, and as of recording, it's currently 2.12 a.m. April 7, 2021, in Paris, France. And it's time Hello. we take a look and see what's up. What's going on? What's so, up? Buddy? So uh, in, in in Paris, they're they're doing reports of like Lego stores or toy stores. Having their Legos, well, I guess that not, there's no real plural word, but their Lego collection or whatever stolen, right? Oh and there's an really? in, there's an increase. There's an increase. There's like seventy uh-huh. five hundred dollars worth of Lego that were stolen, you know, from uh-huh. toy stores in Paris. And it's not just Paris either. It's also in uh in in the in the U S as well. So there, there 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 seems to be some kind of like surge of like Lego getting uh-huh. stolen. This and, sounds like the beginning of the worst heist movie ever. And just like it's, <laughs> I would not, wa- I would not watch the film adaptation of this man. I, I think any, it's good. Any reason why? Any 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 investigation? Why this thing Lego? Are you, are you talking about like complete Legos? Like the one that they display? You know what I mean? Like you're stealing <laughs> the Death Star or something? Or no, because because if you, I don't know if you have noticed the past decade, but Lego has started like following the Disney route where they'll release a set like a collectible set. And then oh, it just okay. goes out of like they put it in the vault or whatever the Lego mm-hmm. vault, I guess. So oh, what's okay. going on, what's going on now is that the collectible market, the people that, that like love collecting things, Legos are are being sold for like thirty five hundred dollars for a Lego Millennium Falcon. Jesus, right? Christ. So now oh thieves are like going, oh, well, if, if those if those things are selling pretty well, then maybe we should start stealing those things, and that's probably mm-hmm. what's going on. I have no idea what's going on in the world. Like in the last few weeks, I've learned what a NT, NFT is, NFT, whatever that is. Yeah, non fungible. Yeah. yeah, token. Yeah, now I've, lear- now I've learned people are stealing a collectible Legos. What is going on? I'm, I'm, I'm going back to quarantine. I'm, go- I'm out of here. I don't like. I don't like the world. I don't like to. It's like that guy who uh, who went to a coma and woke up in a world that, that's complete. He doesn't recognize. And yeah. that's and that's me right now. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't like this. Uh, speaking yeah. of things getting stolen, uh, there was a man in Japan. So we're moving to Japan here now. You mean a Japanese man? <laughs> man in Japan. Well, I mean, it could be like any any race in Japan. I mean, it doesn't sure. have to be Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Japanese are known for their inclusivity. Yeah, that's right. They're known for the minority population. So uh, a, tw- it's a Japanese man. So a 28 year old Tokyo resident. Oh, see, he's a resident. Has been arrested for allegedly breaking into a trading card shop atop a six story building to steal Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh cards after climbing. Oh. Over the side of the building with a rope. Uh, it's got to be some sort of Spider-Man joke, right? A Japanese Spider-Man joke or something like that. <laughs> so no, no, it's, uh, it's like yeah. this guy just, I guess, wanted to do Mission Impossible. Right. <laughs> there. Oh, there you go, Mission Impossible reference. There you go. And he Good he boy. stole like uh, in terms of the collectible cards, he stole about eighty of them, which cost like nine thousand one hundred and twenty dollars and an additional like twenty three hundred dollars of cash. Yeah. All right. Did they yeah. catch him? They caught him. He said he said he did it because he needed to pay off debt. So there's that. But uh, and the reason why the the Mission Impossible rope stunt is because he took rock climbing club in school. 
you do learn useful skills in school, man. Yep, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not moving far away, still in Japan. Apparently, in the district of Saitama, um, they are officially forbidding walking up and down escalators. What? They are forbidding to, to walk. You know how when we go on an escalator and there's nobody in front of you, you yeah. walk up the escalator, right? Because it saves you yeah. time. But apparently in Saitama, they are forbidding people to walking up and down escalators. You have to stand still. You pick a spot, you stand still, and you wait till you get yeah. up. What's going on, man? You got nothing else going on? You know, all the all the other crimes have been solved. They eradicated crimes in this city. What's going on here? It, it, how often does it happen with this that to make pass laws? You know what I mean? This happens all the time. I, I, I have no idea. Supposedly it's yeah. to curb the roughly seven hundred and seventy five escalator injuries that happen a year in Japan. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> Wait, all why right. are there why are there like seven hundred and seventy five escalator injuries? What's going on here? What's happening? I, I thought Japan had like this unwritten rule where if you want to stand yeah. still, you stay to the right, right? And mm-hmm. then if you want to walk up, you stay in the left or something like that? Yeah, I thought Japan was known for the sort of unspoken social contract and stuff like that about yeah. everybody being cool, everybody just being, you know, it's like the cleanest country in the world. You know what I mean? It's like everybody was cool. They had to actually pass laws. There's, there's a bunch of ruffians out there in this city that's just, just like jumping up and down escalators or up and down escalators. Yeah. What's going on here? But remember, this is, this is only in Saitama, not, not all of Japan. So, of course, like a lot of people in Japan are complaining about this. They're going, just, here are some of the quotes they're saying online. Yeah. Uh, Next time I see someone blocking the escalator, I'll, <laughs> I'll know they're from Saitama. Yeah. What if this becomes like a new kind of stereotype for that city? Oh, oh no. You don't want, I don't want you married. Parents are telling their kids, I don't want you to marry somebody from that city of Satana. They're, they're bad. No, no good. But on the flip side, people are also saying, I'm also worried when riding with my child that someone will rush by and knock them over. I hope this spreads. So there is like a faction of people who want this to happen. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on out there? Huh. So I mean, uh, yeah, it's it, it is it is pretty weird. It's like it's like you know, going back to my previous stories, they're like stealing steps. Uh-huh. Something that that might not be a steal or is a steal is <sighs> there was a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System that sold for six hundred and sixty thousand dollars in an auction. Well, I've missed the first part. I know it was, it was Super Mario, Brothers, but what what what? Version of Super Mario Bros. Uh, the first Super Mario Brothers. The 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 one for the Nintendo Nintendo cartridge. Correct. Because remember, there was a Mario Brothers for the NES. This is for the Super Mario Brothers for the NES. Oh wow! And yeah. it was like it had to be like obviously like mint condition or something. It's like uh, yeah. vacuum seal. It's like late. It's like labeled nine point six A plus condition. And how how much did it sold for? Uh, six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Lord, I never should have opened that. That that, that, that you, you, you know, I had I a hab- You know, I have a habit of like buying DVDs and Blu-rays uh-huh. and video games, and never, <laughs> they never opened. Them. You, you just need one of those to hit, man. I need to look for it. I need to look for them and see, like, okay, which one yeah. of these are I should yeah. probably keep sealed, just in case. <laughs> Seriously, oh my god. But yeah, so this is officially the most expensive uh, video game period. So wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and in comparison, when they sold a, a Nintendo PlayStation, that's right, there was a one of a kind prototype for Nintendo PlayStation that sold for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars in auction last year, and Super Mario Brothers three sold for one hundred fifty six thousand. So yeah, Super Mario Brothers for NES six hundred sixty, pretty good. 
what is happening in the world, man? Oh my god! All they need now is I think this, all they need to. I think this, was go ahead. I think this makes us officially old, man. The stuff we consider <laughs> part of our youth is just considered ancient. You know, it belongs in the museum, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, going, going back to the previous story, I mean, think about all the kids who, like my nephews. I buy my nephews collectible Lego all the time. Yeah. Not all the time, but a good chunk of the time. And of course, they open it and play them because you're supposed to do that with toys. Yeah. Right? But now, now I think of my head, think of my head, like maybe they should have just kept it in the box. Yeah. You <laughs> have vacuum seal everything now. Yeah. That's so vac- vacuum seal everything, uh, keep it safe, and then make an NFT out of it. That's the, that's the way it's going, right? <sighs> I don't know. I understand what's going on in the world. All right. Like, 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 in, like in really the news for the Super Mario thing, um, Nintendo released Super Mario 3D All-Stars to celebrate its 35 years or something like that, 40 years. I forget what it wow. was. Uh, I think it was 35. 35 years of Mario Brothers. And and they, they, they released Super Mario 3D All-Stars for a limited time. I don't know how you sell a video game for a limited time. And I'm talking the physical copy and the digital store. And people yeah. knew that, so they started hoarding it, right? And then the people, scalpers are trying to sell it for thousands of dollars online. However, apparently people are wise to them because they're not paying that money. They're paying them just like roughly the same amount as they would have if they paid it in the store. So, mm-hmm. but we'll see how it is down the line in a couple of years from now. Yeah. 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 And on speaking of video game news, that's also kind of like a steal because that seems to be the team of the What's Up episode here. Um, the PlayStation exclusive MLB The Show is actually coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one release. Nobody had that on their 2021 bingo card. So yeah, a PlayStation exclusive, which people will spend 60 to $70 for on PlayStation, people can play it on Xbox for as little as $1. You're talking about MLB, did you say? Yes, baseball. Baseball, yeah, but yeah, you know, baseball's on nobody. Yeah, but the the significance isn't the fact that it's it's baseball. The significance is that it's a PlayStation game. It's been an exclusive PlayStation game for like years, decades, maybe whatever, and it's coming out on Xbox practically free with a subscription. Yeah, I hear you. PlayStation people have to pay money for it, sixty to seventy dollars for it. Yeah. Again, but it's, it, again, it's it's baseball. I don't it's a crazy cares. year. You know, if it was uh, like NBA two K or Madden football, oh, well, I, mean, I might be interested. Well, Madden and NBA are available on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. So yeah. Xbox Game Pass has all the sports practically on that on that one subscription service. It's it's pretty yeah. impressive. But yeah, so yeah. yeah. Take that, PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> what's up? All right, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert 5 by 5 You can find me on Twitter as well, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. You know, people, I told this to Rudy last year. You know, people can just click on the show notes. You don't have to spell it out. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know. I get to say more words. You get to say more words. Gotcha. Okay. If, if I don't say that, I'll just say, hey, find me on Twitter. Hey, F you. Yeah, but then, like, you what's what? your username on Twitter? Then you go, like, it's yeah, on the that... show notes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Seems very impersonal. I don't want to be a dick. What? They can spell Albert 5 by 5 That's not simple enough to. Yeah, okay, okay. I guess Jamming Lavi yeah. is a little bit more complicated yeah. to spell. Oh, right, you know what? I don't want anybody following me on Twitter. What do you think of that? <laughs> I take it back. 
We will. We'll, we'll get to that in a later episode. Uh, music has been provided by DY Access. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworsewhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, let me... Find me on show notes. Find me on show Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Before we go, yeah, let okay. me give you guys a recommendation. Um, Invincible on Amazon Prime Video. Go check it out. Animated show. Mm-hmm. If you like The Boys on Amazon Prime Video, well, here's an animated series kind of similar to it. On Amazon Prime Video called Invincible. And it's actually pretty yeah. cool. You got a, you got like an Asian American superhero as the lead. So that's a plus right there. You know. I co signed this. Uh, it's very rare that you get uh, R rated uh, animated series, number one. Number two, it's doubly rare to get uh, hour length. You know, this is mm-hmm. like 40, 45 minutes and some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's based on a comic book that I actually have read mm-hmm. back in the day. And uh, it's a uh, big thumbs up. It's a really. It's one. It's probably the most faithful at comic book adaptations you will find. And talk, I'm talking about faithfulness in terms of uh, what the 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 way it tells the story, the violence, and all that stuff. And also, yeah, it's very it's a very faithful adaptation of the comic book. Big thumbs up. Yeah, and I also want to give a shout out on the fact that it had Halo Halo, which is a Filipino dessert, featured mm-hmm. in not featured, but it was like a cameo appearance like camo cameo uh-huh. whatever it had an appearance in episode 4 of Invincible like like they're talking about oh hello hello this is really good and then they also had a, a bowl which is like a trunk in Tagalog and uh-huh. anyways yeah. and also on the same day on the same day as Falcon and Winter Soldier when there was a Filipino rap song that was playing on yep. the episode mm-hmm. so for some reason Friday last week was like Filipino day cameo day uh, yep. so that's pretty cool alright Invincible watch it on Amazon Prime Video yeah, this was this was episode 423 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network.